Well, what up? It's Brandon with DIY Sound Library. Thanks for tuning in again today. Um, today I'm sitting down with my good friend Grant and actually his girlfriend Mary because not only is Grant in my other band, Good Friend Electric, but he started another thing called Not Gary uh, with his girlfriend Mary. And subsequently, I'm also kind of part of this group helping record and produce them. Um, but it's this really interesting dynamic between them because it's just a different sound, a very lively sound, and something something that contrasts the typical density of music that I make um, with something that's kind of simpler and more about the lyrics and more about the story. Really just a whole different vibe. And between Mary being kind of new to this music thing, Grant and me both having some experience with it, there's really some interesting dynamics going on between how uh, they create the music and how I help produce it. So I really wanted to dive into that and share with you guys uh, what's going on behind the scenes of this new band and this new project. But I guess we'll kind of start like, like who is not Gary <laughs> and how did this get started? Mary, would you like to oh, take that? I don't know. I think we're still figuring out who not Gary is. Could you actually lower the mic a little bit so it's yes. like closer? Yeah, there that? you go. Maybe a little that. more? Yeah, perfect. How's that? Looks <laughs> Good. Um, well, yeah, I mean, first of all, who's in the room? We got we got me, myself, because I'm doing the podcast here. Yeah. <laughs> we got Mary in the corner. Yes, I'm Mary. Hi. And, and Grant. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, how did this start? Go ahead, Mayor. I think it started because you were drunk and had a guitar in your hand. And then. As all bad things start. Yeah, as most things start, actually. And yeah. then we accidentally wrote a few verses about some witches, and then it turned into a song. Yes. Well, Mary and I have always been. Um, Mary and I, <laughs> for the listeners at home, Mary and I are dating. It's uh, true. It's true. <laughs> and uh, we have always kind of. Uh, well, you, M Mary has a great voice. And um, I can kind of strum a guitar. <laughs> so uh, we've always just kind of like, you know, messed around. Lots of story making. We make a lot of stories up for yes. no reason. And so eventually Mary was begging, practically begging me to produce a song I was for throwing her. up before we were going to record the song. I was so nervous. Yeah. And oh so God. we just. He we got just, me drunk. Just <laughs> one, one day. That was the first step. Huh? Yeah. 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 But one day we actually went through with it and mm -hmm. wrote the song from like scratch and literally took like a couple hours. And then that was the day I came over. And then we, yeah. I literally texted you and oh. was like, this is like we're ca capturing lightning in a bottle here. All on the and same day. We need the production <laughs> skills of uh, Brandon Tomei in the house. So and it wasn't your house either. We were. No, baby, I was, we was house sitting. I was house sitting. Yeah. And so we called you up, and we were like, let's just do it. Let's just record something. Mm -hmm. And so the first single, uh, Honeycomb, was born. <laughs> yeah. I, I just loved that initial text. Like, <laughs> I forget what you said, but it was like, I have this crazy idea. Let's just let's just record a full song tonight, like right now. And I had like an hour to get my shit ready. And I knew, but I knew I was like reeling you in, you know, because you, you guys love are the shit. same. You're the same vibe on that. You're yeah. like, oh, a musical yeah. challenge. Let's yeah, do exactly. it. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, how much can I song? test myself? Like, hell, yes. hell yeah. Like, let's do this. <laughs> yeah. And in a way, I felt like uh, that challenge was perfect for the type of vibe we were trying to capture because it forced us to keep things really simple. Yeah, it was super you know? natural. Was yeah. Super, not supernatural. It was super Which natural. If, if anybody uh, listened to the first or OG listeners to this podcast, they know that you know we have a little trouble keeping things simple. Not me and Mary, but yeah, Brandon <laughs> and I. Yeah, I mean that was the beauty of that night was it was just so simple to the point where I just set up the mics and just recorded it. Like there was no production. It was just get a good take. Mm -hmm. That's really was the vibe of the whole night. Yeah, and a couple a, lot white, a couple white claws thrown in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> white claws helped. <laughs> but it, I don't know. It just like for the most part, the whole night just went pretty well. I mean, there were some challenges, like for me, production wise, just in my own head, like 
how do I get the room tone to sound mm-hmm. good with this like heater thing that kept coming on? <laughs> yeah. But like besides that, it was just like you guys capturing that vibe. And I loved it. It was it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. There was something about that um that house that was kind of a weird vibe. Yeah. Well it was like and a stormy After the night. power outage, yes. too. Crazy storm, yeah. And then this... well, It was before the power outage, wasn't it? No, I think it was... Oh, it was right before, but it was stormy still. Yeah, it was like windy, um, the storm was brewing. But then the whole vibe of the song is also like this sort of stormy, mystical... I yes. don't know. I thought it fit really well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and something about being a completely different element than you normally do something working together for like the first time yeah, me and you just all these in terms of like an official whatever type of I mean that's, way. So that's kind of like an yeah. interesting dynamic to explore though because I mean you're completely new to like music recording and stuff I've and, never done this before and like Grant <laughs> at least has some experience under his belt and knows somewhat what he's doing mm-hmm. and like he's somewhat <laughs> I think you know more than me sometimes no, like, <laughs> that's not true honestly like but like a lot of it's pretty experimental but like how was that dynamic you know, being boyfriend and girlfriend, but like recording this first project for the first time. Very sexual. <laughs> <laughs> super, super sexual. No, I, w- I was so nervous. I was so nervous because also it's like music is his world, you know, yeah. and I don't want to step in any toes or n- not know what I'm doing and embarrass him and his game and or anything like that. So I was really nervous. When he told me that you were coming, because it happened within, like, literally two texts, Yeah, I was like, I did not expect this to be real. <laughs> I did not expect this to happen. I was nervous. It was really fast. Yeah. yeah. It was kind of like, um, I don't know, this sounds wrong or whatever, but it, it was kind of fun watching Mary squirm a little bit. Because she's she's very confident, you know. You can't say that. Yeah, I know. Well, no, she, she, she's very confident naturally and confident in what she does and everything. And usually, I feel like I'm the least experienced, like musician in a room or whatever. Yeah. And uh, so to kind of have be on the other end of that, where it's like, first of all, I have no credentials whatsoever in terms of like holding someone's hand through the recording process. I don't know shit myself, but like, um, uh. But like kind of like watching Mary kind of get more comfortable as we went on, <laughs> as the Celsius kept flowing. Uh, it was fun. It was fun. Yeah. And, and I feel like it was an enjoyable. I don't think it was a scarring process. No. Once we started it, I used to do a lot of musical theater. Mm-hmm. And the type of song that we did is very, you know, it's a, it's a story that you're telling and you're kind of in these characters. So I felt like. It was reminiscent of that time for me, so I got way more comfortable with it, and that part felt natural. But it was it was nerve wracking. <laughs> yeah, but like watching, like I don't know when Brandon, me, and you, we have that um, experience a lot where we like record something and then we hear it back and we're like, "Oh man, this is great! Oh, like that, this is yeah. so much this is so much better than I thought it could ever be." Mm-hmm. And then like watching kind of like Mary have that experience for the first time was really cool. Like, yeah. like yeah. when I you felt whatever like... you did, you like doubled our voices or whatever it's called. Um, I, I just had like chills. I was like, yeah. this is well, such a high. I've never that experienced was, that. That was the defining moment. It was yeah. like, as soon like we had the basics of the song down, and you had a good take. But then it was like we doubled it on vocals, just yeah. like something to add texture or whatever. But mm-hmm. like to me, that was like the the pinpoint in the night where the switches turned and it was like wow we actually have something here yeah yeah because yeah. it was like i don't know it's that balance of that like one take that we got mm-hmm. and then just like just the little layer of something extra and it was like the perfect balance yeah right? and i feel like for me it also just felt like that's what made it its own separate thing and then it's like we were returning to it as different people and the people who were singing and that was a really cool experience yeah because i think art works that way a lot where you do it and then you take a second away from it and it's not even like you were the person who did it in the first place and it's like a new relationship you have with it so i thought that was cool yeah <laughs> sorry i didn't want to keep going in case you had another question no no you're oh, good. Yeah, i'm sorry i'm, I'm rambling. no you're fine I, I mean i completely agree it's like a bird's eye view of like mm-hmm. And you can almost get like a third person objective viewpoint of like this thing you just made. Like, yeah. Or was that even good? Like mm-hmm. you think you did a good take, but then you hear it again and then you hear it again and again and again. And then you realize, oh, that was actually pretty good or mm-hmm. that could be a little bit better or just do a double double vocal on it. And then it explodes into this whole new thing. Yeah. And that's what I thought the, the experience was like. Um, 
uh, I was going to say something else, but I, I just forgot what I was going to say before. <laughs> but yes, it was like this, especially actually, this is what I was going to say. Like, um, because I never really heard other than like some voice recording memo stuff we did before when we were mm-hmm. thinking about like doing something or whatever. Uh, like I would never really heard, um, our voices together before, you know, and, right. yeah. uh, to kind of like hear it as a totally different entity, Yeah, you know, that kind of existed. That was cool. Yeah, it was, it was it was definitely a, a weird but like really cool experience. Yeah, I feel like we kept talking about how happy we were that our voices worked together. Yeah, because that yeah. would have been really bad. At least for that song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Now, Grant, you've recorded in the studio setting, like kind of in like a professional way. You've recorded DIY with me plenty of times. And then this was kind of like this really fast, impromptu, on-the-go thing. Yeah. Can you just talk about, like, the differences between those and your experience and what, I guess, works best, in your opinion? Yeah. Well, like I said, I'm usually not comfortable around, like, a professional setting just because I feel very awkward myself being there. Like, I don't know. uh, Like, I don't deserve to be in that nice (laughs) studio or whatever. So, honestly, like, the way we did it... Uh, the way we recorded Honeycomb, it was like, this is the best possible way we could do it. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I don't know. I felt very comfortable. It wasn't like super hot, like in the church a lot when we record some of our other stuff. Right. We didn't wait to set much up. We mm-hmm. literally just like three mics and just went. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It just felt we, there wasn't a, there wasn't a time restriction. We weren't paying for anything. Super organic. We had all the equipment that we normally have for whatever. So it was like. Um, I just enjoy that experience a lot more. And I feel like, especially with the songs that we make, that experience is baked into the song. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's in, it's like in the, the DNA of the song and you can mm-hmm. hear it. And, uh, if like we tried to like fake that kind of DIY-ness in a studio, I don't think you could get that same kind of like, I don't know, tenor or like that same kind of vibe uh yeah uh, that we ended up getting you <laughs> yeah know? well i always feel guilty when i record our projects because i love the vibe it sets when we're recording and i'm I'm trying to capture that but i always feel like my equipment's not good enough or i, I didn't have the best microphones or the even honestly like the best knowledge to record it like i know some plenty other of engineers who have done way better shit than i have and i I hear like my stuff compared to theirs and I know it's nowhere near what it could be. So, but like, it's that balancing act of like, would we have rather have recorded in a pro studio with some random guy we don't know <laughs> and be like, it's a no from me, <laughs> be like pressured, like literally pressured on the time crunch to mm-hmm. like get a good recording when you could just do it in your living room and get a better recording, like that live sound. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a, it's, you have to like pick and choose your battles, I guess, with that. I'm curious, Mary, how how uh, you felt with that kind of recording style, and if you would have been more uh, comfortable like in a studio setting or. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I think I agree with what Brand's saying. I mean, I've never been in a professional recording studio, but I assume it makes you feel boxy, like in you know. A metaphorical sense and also in a physical sense you probably feel like you have to sort of fit some sort of role of a person who goes to professional recording studios and I'm nowhere near that whatsoever and that's fine by me so I definitely think I would prefer the living room feel yeah and the few times I recorded in a studio I always feel like when I do a take oh it wasn't good enough for the pro guy so I have yeah. to do like yeah, when they ask me to do. Yeah, there's a whole new like perspective you're trying to please. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not intentional. Like mm-hmm. I'm trying to please him, but like it's subconsciously there. So yeah. like if they ask you to do another take on the guitar, you're just thinking to yourself, "Oh, it's probably because it wasn't good enough mm-hmm. for yeah. that guy." Well, that's what I thought when you asked us to do another one after I thought we got the first take. I didn't realize that that's how you double vocals. So mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm messing up so bad. I'm wasting <laughs> right. his time." Right. Right. So yeah, I would probably freak out if I was in a professional studio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I always get interested just because we do a lot of DIY stuff and, you know, a DIY projects and not just music, like everything. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I'm always interested in to what point do you get where you're like, okay, this is passable for what I want. Like, because mm-hmm. I feel like, um, you know, a lot of professionals who do this, they have so much knowledge, they can do basically anything. But like, right. it kind of puts, a, narrows you down in a good way. Uh, when you only have a certain set of skills 
and um, or you learn a new skill just so you can be as good as this other thing that you really like or the vibe that you want or something like that. And it's like kind of being a jack of all trades without getting wrapped up and having to like know exactly how to compress this one little thing. So it sounds like this. Sure. But maybe if you really, really want that thing, you will look it up. You know, mm -hmm. you will kind of learn those skills. Right, right. And that's always interesting to me in terms of like, like what you prioritize in terms of like investing in your own kind of knowledge and skill set, you know? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot to learn out there and I always feel like I'm at the bottom of it. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, always learning more. Um, I'm actually going to turn this on and play like the end of the song. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> and just kind of like get our final thoughts on it. Yeah, yeah, like, please do. See how it goes. Let's see if I can connect real quick. Sting on your nose, so I called you a honeycomb. Dancing barefoot on your toes, that was years ago. I made a mountain out of everything. Now, in a thousand years, down in a valley here, they'll find the bitches of Brockton. Hell yeah. <laughs> Final thoughts. Like, what do you think? Go ahead, man. I love that second verse <laughs> so yeah, much. Same. Yeah. The progression of it's just so cool. Yeah. And um, just the sound of it, like, getting that room mic um, was just so key to the whole thing, man. Like, yeah. just the, the tinniness of that guitar. Uh-huh. Um, and like our the the reverb of our voices and everything, it just really feels like a like a place, you know, like it really yeah. puts you in a place. Right, mm -hmm. right. I just like the first thing I noticed, especially on the end course, is like the raw intensity of it. Yeah. Which I guess I heard during the take as well, but once we added in like that synth part, like the two little high end synth parts and like the shakers faster or something, like just like those two little details really amped up like the pace of it and mm -hmm. the fact like the fact that it wasn't robotic to a click like it had room to speed up and slow down if it needed to and i i love that about the track yeah i feel like that's why the structure works so well with like the content like i'm a big lyric word person in any like music that i'm encountering so i just love that there's a sense of like desperation and need at the end because yeah they're drowning so yeah right right <laughs> they're gonna feel that <laughs> yeah and like you said um kind of that how it like kind of overpowers itself like mm -hmm. it kind of feels like it like the vocals distort at some point like it like mm -hmm. op opens up because of how loud it is or something like that and uh i don't know if that makes sense but like you know when something and there's probably an official term for this that i don't know <laughs> but like it just it's like overdriven or something and it just it's like it sounds like it's yeah saturated yeah exactly yeah. and 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 it just, like you said, it, it kind of naturally does that. And it really, you really feel it. Mm -hmm. You really feel it. Um, there were some automated tricks I put in there. Too. Oh, <laughs> oh, I'm sure there were. <laughs> but they were very slight. Like, I think I might have, like, slightly upped the room tone as the chorus went on. Oh, really? Yeah, and I think I might have, um, I like, upped the reverb on that slightly. I think I did something else too. I forget, but just like a little, a little touch. Yeah. But yeah. Um. But to pivot off that, something a little, a little different question for you guys. <laughs> Why should people listen to Not Gary? Like, what's their incentive? In your opinion. 
Uh, Mary's pointing at me. Uh, why should people listen to Not Gary? Uh, well, um, I think I think the lyricism is really good. I mean, we both we both wrote it. It was like a fifty fifty effort. Yeah, and there's um, kind of, I don't know. I feel like songs that have a direct narrative to it are sort of losing their charm, and I don't feel like we lost that charm. I think that you know country drawn genre really took over the whole making it a long narrative thing in their songs and kind of screwed it up for everyone else but yeah, yeah. i think we were able to redeem that a little bit in a more indie folky vibe so i think if you're looking for a good story and <laughs> a nice mountain song this might yeah. be the thing <laughs> Wait, for you <laughs> mary described it in a really good way in our uh uh, oh, Instagram bio or something it's like, like that. What was power it? Power outage. Did I say sweaty. Power outage. I think I think I said sweaty. Sweaty power outage mountain. Mountain indie, indie folky folk. music. Screaming. Yeah. Screaming. Yeah. Sometimes like screaming. That. And yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is power outage music. Yeah. Like, like it is like um, it's a new genre. It's bare bones. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you got to work with what you got. Don't open the refrigerator too much, or else you're gonna lose all your groceries. Yeah. You know I showed it to someone and they were like, I think I'm sitting out by a lake right now with a beer in my hand. Yeah. <laughs> That's the vibe it, I have. It does have that vibe, yeah. though. It's really interesting. It really like, throws you in a certain environment. And yeah. Why not listen to that when you're in quarantine? Get into a new environment. <laughs> yeah, for real. Which is weird because our other song that we were working on that hopefully we'll put out soon um, is uh, it's a little cleaner. It's a little different of a vibe. We do scream. But we do scream. That is not and, something uh, I'm used to. <laughs> and uh, but it's still low key. It's still kind of. Uh, it's still something I would call power outage rock or power yeah. outage. I just really like that there's folk or characters. Yeah. A little musical theater girl in me loves that there's characters. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like that's what drives the storytelling. Yeah. It's yeah. like these like interesting characters that are. I guess made up, but draw from real life, you know? Yeah, and that's why you can look at the songs from a third perspective, even if you're the one making them, because it's not you you're talking about. It's someone else, but you get to sort of experience their life on the outside. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, I guess what you mentioned earlier, this group is really interesting because I'm kind of looped in to help record and I guess produce some stuff here and there. Um, but it's like a really interesting dynamic because you're someone who has like a theater background mm -hmm. and then you have more like a guitar piano writing the actual music and also the lyrics background. And I have a little bit more of like the production and I guess you could say like classical schooling of, mm -hmm. of music, kind of like three different levels. How do you say that plays into how we like produce and write songs and stuff like that? Mm. Well, Mary's a great poet as well. Uh, I do write poetry. <laughs> Mary's a really, really great uh, uh, poet, and uh, so I think that um, in terms of writing the lyrics, uh, I may have more experience with writing lyrics to music, so I can maybe pick up the structure, like a cadence, yeah. or you know, a sil like a, a syllabic uh, uh, <laughs> type of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, that like fits into the music, but mm -hmm. uh, Mary is really great with you know with obviously word choice, with emotion, with kind of placing those pieces into uh, the music. So in terms of just that element, that obviously we've touched on that we really like with our music so far. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like it's a really great dynamic. <laughs> Yeah, I think um, I think the only thing with that dynamic is I am playing catch up a little and speaking music language because you guys have a very you can say things like vibes and throw an adjective in front of it and like you know what you're talking about and I'm like three steps behind on that you know what I mean right um, which isn't a, that's obviously gonna happen I've never done this before so it's not to say anything but I just think that's where you guys are really important to work together on that because I think. I can communicate to Grant what I mean, and then he can relay that to you, and then you can be like, that's not going to work, or that will work, <laughs> yeah, or something sure. along those lines, where it's like a yeah. you know checks and balances type of system. But yeah. I, I also think that, you, Mary, you still have the uh, kind of like beginner's mindset of like uh, recording, which is really, and like writing a song maybe, which is really good because 
you know, there were plenty of times in the production of this first song and the second song where I was like, oh, no, I, we should do this. Like, I'm thinking about, like, the chorus. And you were like, no, just, no, like, you were like, no, you idiot. Just keep, <laughs> keep the chorus simple and something that, like. Well, I feel like I just, I, I, you've been doing this a lot longer than me, so I think I just have fresher eyes, maybe. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Where you yeah. know what you want to hear and you know that, like, this sounds too contrived or something yeah i think the big step is just getting on the same page with what we want to hear yeah and finding the language to communicate that because it's a different vocabulary i mm -hmm. have not used before right vibe and words like that yeah not a very <laughs> uh complicated vocabulary i guess but yeah, yeah. just a little abstract yeah. yeah but it's i mean i the way i see it it was a really good thing because i feel like i'm stuck in my ways too much in it hinders my progress with making better songs. Mm -hmm. But like when you came to the picture, like I saw several times where you would just throw out these story ideas for the <laughs> song, like in the chorus, oh, the character does this. And it was just like coming out of you. <laughs> and like, there wasn't like a traditional barrier that Grant or I may have with writing a song where we would say, mm -hmm. oh, it has to be like this. Or <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It stops, stops me from making a, a song in certain ways. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I feel like that made it better. I um, hope so. I mean, that. that was a really, like, big benefit to me. I had a lot of fun with that part of it because I've written poetry before, but usually it's about my own stuff, and I've never really dipped into prose, but I feel like songs and lyrics are a way where you can sort of mix those two without, mm -hmm. like, stepping so much on one of the other one's toes, and yeah. I had a lot of fun doing that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, me too. Awesome. <laughs> See what else I have here. So where does Not Gary go from here? Is there plans for an album, and how is that oh. going to work? We may have a little ukulele song coming. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. Possibly. Mary's been... Well, this is another thing that's great, is, like, now you're kind of exploring more into, like, playing instruments now, it seems like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is which is awesome, because then, like, Mary, Mary several times have come to me with, like, chord... like chord progressions and like you know already pretty well fleshed out melodies and sometimes lyrics that i'm just like <laughs> that's a song let's produce it like I, well, you, you don't need me for anything like that's yeah that's... i feel like i have been playing the ukulele more and the ukulele is a very simple instrument so once you've played a bunch of songs on it, you kind of figure out like what sound goes with you know the next sound and the following one and then you can figure out what sort of chords to put together and I feel like I just come to Grant. And I'm like, does this make sense? Can I yeah. am I allowed to do this? Is yeah. this a course? And he'll tell me yes or no. <laughs> and it's usually yes. <laughs> like, I mean, everything sounds great to me. Um, but I would, I would love to do an album or you know a little EP, three songs or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd be interested in in tr like doing the EP route. Mm -hmm. because we have been so brandon you and i we have been so you guys are such album guys such album guys huge projects to guys. a point where <laughs> i don't even know what we're doing anymore uh which i love like i want i constantly want to make an album like yeah. just do the full thing like might yeah, as well yeah. right if you already yeah. have that many songs you might as well go the full way but it'd be interesting i think for us to explore the ep mm -hmm. route mm -hmm. um Although I would definitely do an album yeah. if you wanted to. Yeah. But uh, Why not I don't know. It's like... Uh, I mean, is this something that you see as just like a short-term idea that you're just trying out? Or do you see like Not Gary really blossoming into a, a band? I mean, until she breaks up with me, I think we'll be <laughs> doing this for a while. Yeah. I don't see this. Why would we stop, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't think we're going to stop, but I do think we got really lucky with the situation that we were in because it was we're not doing anything all summer it's quarantine we mess around with guitar and piano and whatever it is anyway eventually something permanent's going to come out of that mm -hmm. yeah. um and i hope that continues and i think it's just going to get a little trickier being yes. in the same place at the same time um because we do do long distance but i don't i don't think we would stop no. you're always coming up with something and so are you well, starting to, but yeah, I don't see why it would stop. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think another good thing about this is in terms of like, in my brain with like uh, defining different projects, like what song goes for what project or something, what idea goes for which project mm -hmm. is like, I don't know. I have such a clear idea of what a good for an electric song is. And I feel like mm. Mary wouldn't even be interested in producing a good for an electric song. And 
I'm not. I don't mean that in a I bad love way. Good friend, Alexa. I don't. No, no, I don't mean that in a bad way. But I mean, like, Mary has a clear idea of what this project is. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's yeah. not what Good Friend Electric is, and that's okay, and that's cool, and it actually makes things for me a lot simpler. Yeah, uh, I also feel like I, I get what you're saying. I, I do see the difference, but I also feel like not Gary can be so many different things. Yeah, totally. And I think it's already taking that route you know and yeah. I, that makes me really excited because i think there's just so many different avenues we can go with this so mm. if we do the ep and then do an album you know the next album might sound way different and i think that's great yeah, yeah. I, I see it having like two different vibes like this first one that's starting off with with this like very live natural mm-hmm. um kind of thing where it's it's not very produced like in a traditional sense where mm-hmm. it's not like I guess recording wise, like close mics on everything and like to the click and all that stuff. Um, but it, it very much could go that route mm-hmm. and sound more like a pop record too, mm-hmm. which would totally be different than what it is now. Yeah. But just as good in, in a different way. So even that kind of idea for a song or album in the future would be really interesting to explore too, because like. That that raw idea is there. It's just a matter of like switching up a few like recording techniques, and then boom, you got a pop song. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like since we kind of started with bare bones and literally no idea of what we wanted this to be, there's so much room for growth in that. Mm-hmm. And there's gonna be so many cool different things that come out of it because we have all our doors wide open. Yeah, yeah. No, I I totally agree, and I'm excited for you know we got more stuff in the <laughs> in the works and. Uh, <laughs> You know, who knows when uh, this this pandemic clears up? Maybe we'll, uh, we'll we'll do a show or something. Yeah, it'd be cool to do this live. Like, yeah, yeah. Any plans for that? You think? Assuming things get better, I'd be down at some point. I would enjoy that. I would be so nervous. I'd be so nervous. Play a couple Philly shows or something. Yeah, that'd be cool. Play yeah. a couple basement shows. I think it would calm you down how nervous I am because you would know that you don't have that same I first time jitters. I would feed off your pain. You would feed off of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, I think, uh, I don't know. I, I, I would definitely do a show. I would definitely do an EP and just see where it goes, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm yeah. excited for it. I definitely don't want to lose it. I don't want it to be a phase, you know? No. So that's Neither good. do I. <laughs> I think the biggest thing that sets it apart from other music is the fact that it's so lively and in, impromptu in a certain way. Mm. And, of course, the storytelling is, is really interesting. I love some of the lyrical ideas that you guys come up with. Mm. Um, but if you were to look at it as a competition, as, as the way we do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some yeah, points, yeah. Um, I like that about it. I think it stands out. I think it's it's a breath of fresh air that it's mm-hmm. it's not to a click, that it's got this element of liveliness to it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's um, that's a really good mixture of like our personalities and our styles and what we like it's like Mm -hmm. it's kind of taking well you have no bad sides but it's taking the (laughs) my bad sides or whatever and it's like uh you know smoothing out the edges no it's Mm -hmm. definitely just us balancing with each other yeah yeah so uh i guess we'll keep going (laughs) it's nice (laughs) to know we can do that (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah. definitely that's uh it's pretty much everything i had is there anything else you wanted to talk about or say uh well how is the you know from a third person's perspective <laughs> working the mics you know as always the mass the the mastermind behind the board <laughs> uh what was uh what was that experience like and like kind of coming into a a uh, a room and of a whole different vibe where like you I mean you don't even we're Mary and I are together. It's like complicated in terms of like this <laughs> dynamic. Well, I mean, working together, it's different. It's we're like a so different dynamic. <laughs> but like, were you a little like hesitant in terms of coming in like and recording at all? Or like, what was that experience like? Yeah, I mean, I was just, I wasn't sure how deep into it you guys wanted to get. Mm-hmm. Like, like the level of commitment mm-hmm. as well as the dynamic of what my role is in the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because obviously I know pretty much how Grant likes to work with music, but obviously you're kind of new to this too. I don't even know how I like to work with Yeah, music. so no, I just wasn't sure coming into it, like <laughs> what the goal for the night per se was. I know mm-hmm. it was obviously to record the song and get it done, but like 
does that mean we're doing doubles and filler guitar parts and bass and drums programming all the whole thing mixing mm-hmm. mastering fucking done <laughs> or like does that mean just record a good take and then do some other stuff later mm-hmm. yeah um so i wasn't sure about that and i wasn't sure i guess my role in it because i knew i was there to record but like how much input should i give on the songwriting mm-hmm. or the arrangement and mm-hmm. stuff like that i wasn't i wasn't too sure i mean i know my role is there to make a great song and you know have that third yeah. person view i guess but I feel like yeah. we were way more comfortable with that the second song mm-hmm. i feel like we all had a real good hand in making it yeah like structure wise and sound wise and everything like that yeah and i also feel like um and we needed your input because yeah, we were I not mean, getting it no. during that first day <laughs> yeah yeah and like there's so many just aha moments that happens when yeah. when you're fiddling around on something you know what i mean that it's like yeah it would be like something would be lacking from the song if we didn't have your input you know what mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. and uh and yeah i mean i just feel like well thank you no no i just feel like i just feel like i feel more comfortable when you're there in a weird way you know what i mean <laughs> i make it really <laughs> uncomfortable this isn't, this isn't, again not getting we have a real healthy relationship yeah. <laughs> no no but no but i just mean it's like i feel like many more things are possible when you're there yeah. you know what i mean because it's like if i if there an idea comes well you can test stuff one out and then like exactly I'm, you have exactly. another brain to pick yeah, yeah 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 and someone to tell you when something sucks or something's yeah. good mm-hmm. you know that's the thing i think that's why i was so nervous first time because i didn't want to waste brandon's time and i also didn't want you know your best friend to think that your girlfriend is like bad at music <laughs> and stuff like that and oh, i was like oh my on. god he's gonna hate me no but no. then the second time i was yeah. like Okay, everything's fine. We're going to work together. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Well, because, like, uh, the way I come into it is, like, I'm not there for egotistical reasons at all. Like, all I care about is making a great song and making sure we all like it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's no point in making a song if you don't like it, if you don't like it, if I don't like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So if we're all going to be involved in it, we all have to like it and all like Mm -hmm. where it's heading and kind of collaborate that way. Yeah, Yeah, I think we definitely felt that collaboration during the second song more so which was really cool not that the first song wasn't great it was and it was super organic but the second song was already kind of started so i think that's why we needed more of a collaboration between everyone to sort of get it to the finish line yeah i thought that was a really cool process because that's definitely the first time that i've been involved in something like that like a real making a song even from a technical standpoint so that was cool to see yeah yeah for sure yeah i felt the same it was weird for me on the second song um because i think i played the acoustic part which is honestly a very different vibe than the way you play Mm. and i actually initially didn't like it Mm. because i i play just like different i don't know how to put it to words (laughs) there's a lot of times where you make a part and i don't want to play it on the record like seriously like okay doc like you made that guitar part and you were finger picking it like without a pick, I guess. Yeah. And like the way I did it with a pick, it was like too, too like I don't know, like, too good. St- it was too good. No, it was yeah, just yeah. like it was just like too like studio. Like this is how you play the chord and you Technical. pick it, and then it, like yeah, it yeah, lost yeah. that like vibe. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why it was like I I was nervous at first. I was like I don't I don't want to ruin this record. I don't want it to lose <laughs> the thing that it has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that, but I mean. I wouldn't have been able to play that part, you know, in the way we wanted it in the song. Like, sure. I just just don't have the ability to play that part like that, you know? Yeah. Um, And uh, I mean, I think it sounds great and I, I don't think it loses any Mm-mm. pizzazz or anything like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Cool. Yeah. Uh, this is all to say I wish I was actually good at guitar, but I'm not. So like, <laughs> that's just you just deal with what you have. You know, well, you make great parts. Well, I, but that's another thing. Like we were talking about before, like how skilled do you want to get something? Mm -hmm. And so you get as skilled as you want to be in order to produce the thing that you want to produce. Right. And in a way, like, like, I don't know, like us kind of working on lyric stuff together, like doing Mm -hmm. that, like making things better, Mm -hmm. like us working on the music side of things, making things better. Now we're all working, all three of us together (laughs) on the music stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like... um, I mean, I remember there was a... Sorry to cut you off. No, no, it's fine. There was a couple times where you guys were like 
trying to figure out this one lyric or this one part. <laughs> And you just couldn't agree. Yeah. And so you basically just said, all right, just ask Brandon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like the decider. <laughs> the tiebreaker, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's actually really good. Because not that we're going to go to each other's throats ever. But would never it's definitely like good to have a third person there where we're very aware that they're watching our relationship. And <laughs> yes, we can't yes. sort of take the opportunity to just run for the night and, you know, take yeah. things personally and stuff like that. Yeah. It's also very easy to get frustrated in a hot church. At least yeah. for me. Oh, <laughs> it's very easy. Yeah. But yeah. very true. I had I had fun with those lyrics. I thought they were I thought I think that song's funny. I generally think it's a funny yeah. song. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah, no, I love that. It's I like love morbid that. and mean and I love it. <laughs> I love the attitude of that song for sure. Yeah. And it's it's funny how even even us kind of working as a duo all the time, like having a third person in there is like having a trio is a totally different vibe. Yeah. Um but it's uh, it's a good one because you can do those kind of tiebreaker moments when mm-hmm. you're just like if it's, if it doesn't fall your way you're just kind of gotta be like okay like yeah. unless you want to ruin Which the whole we, vibe or whatever. We really but... needed that like vocally too. Like yeah. I don't know if you were holding out, but I totally forgot that we well, I sang a completely different way the original time we did on the voice memo. Yeah, and then Brandon kind of pushed us to like remember to that back to and that to part. pull that up and I was that like, worked, thank god yeah. because it was not working yeah that, that works so much better than what we did before yeah um but i feel like that's what i was talking about earlier like that's what's exciting like obviously i have the voice i have and it does whatever it does but there's so many different styles you can use even vocally and there's so many different vibes you can put forward with how you choose your vocals so yeah but that's like really exciting like i definitely take it as playing different characters which is great because i'm like living through my younger self but yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, think I thought that was cool i totally agree and i think um one of the things I've been really thinking about in terms of music production the past like two months is the importance of vocal production and mm-hmm. how that really is like the biggest thing in a song. Mm-hmm. Like it's the most important thing mm-hmm. by far mm-hmm. in every song ever. Yeah. And I'm like, do just, you feel that way with Good Front Electric? I'm coming. Like, I'm coming to it now. Yeah. Yeah. Because that I didn't was start that marriage. Like, no, 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 no. I feel like it sucks. No, <laughs> no. When Grant says I want to be interested in doing a good for an electric song, what I think you mean is, like I said, I'm a huge lyrics person, so I'm a huge like vocals forward, and then everything kind of becomes the environment around that, mm-hmm. and that's most likely because I don't play instruments, so I don't sort of feel the same magic that people who know what's going on do. Yeah. Um. And a lot of good friend electric stuff, I feel like, is super complicated instrumentally. So that's what's put forward, which makes yeah. total sense. 100%. And then the lyrics kind of fall behind that. And I thought that this was a huge change from that. Yeah. Where the vocals were first and everything kind of came around to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I feel like part of the, not that it's a problem, but part of the thing that leads to that vibe on good friend electric stuff, not to take the conversation away from not Gary, of course, <laughs> over here, but... Uh, is it's like because when we we usually practice we come up with parts we come up with instrumentals first yeah yeah like and even the way we practice now it's like it's all instrumentals like i'm singing i know what the melody i want but i don't have the lyrics you guys can't really hear me when i'm singing the melody most of the time yeah because uh, we don't like bring a microphone or anything like that or we were we did this time but we just didn't use it because we were like okay. but uh um yeah, but I think because we kind of mostly focused on lyri- on like actually writing the lyrics, writing the song yeah, so much. Which is so important yeah. to me. Yeah, I mean, it's important to me. That aspect I, of it. As someone yeah. who doesn't play instruments, that is the way I experience music. Mm-hmm. You know, I experience the lyrics and I, I totally just hate songs with bad lyrics, which is yeah. why I have a hard time appreciating, you know, some like Good Charlie XCX. Stuff? No, no, no. Like literally like Charlie XCX where you're like, but listen to the beat. And I'm like, do you hear what she's saying? <laughs> I, I think And she's great. some great stuff. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying. I just want to go real hard. I just yeah, want to yeah. go real hard. That is <laughs> like, like the like, first like, thing I, like, I look to in any any type of music. So yeah, I think that was different for you too because like I wanted to start from the lyrics. You know? Yeah, I just, for me, like when I think about lyrics, it's like... um like, I think about the simple stuff or whatever, where it's, like, it's kind of a little unintelligible in terms of, like, what he's saying or whatever. But uh, <laughs> but once you, like, do the work and, like, either look it up or look at the, like, you know, the the back of the the end notes or whatever, the liner notes, um, like, you feel like you're let in on a secret. Which is, that's the best part. 
That's the best part. That's like, I remember when I was like 13, I would get Taylor Swift albums and she would have like her lyrics of certain letters capitalized and it would spell out a secret. So for me, like (laughs) any song, you're learning about some sort of world that isn't yours. And like, you know, I'm an English major, so obviously I have a little like love for words. (laughs) Um, But I, I think like, I just think language is the coolest. And I think a lot of times language does the work for you and you don't even realize what words are doing when they're left on the page. And then you come back to it and you're like, oh man, this is doing so much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but that's why it's I exciting. like, that's why I like not maybe understanding it at first and like coming yeah. to that realization. Like it's yeah. like a really hard book or something, you know, like it's like you do the work to really understand it, but maybe it's just pretentious. I don't want to be pretentious. <laughs> I know, which is what I'm saying. It's like you don't want to yeah. go to the point where well, it's, it's like a, just kind of stupid. Like even like the, when I'm working on my poetry stuff, like there's a hard line between keeping things abstract and working with metaphors and then making things intelligible enough to be universal. Right. Because that's why yeah. people enjoy reading things. Right, even if right. it's not completely concrete, they want to feel something that they can relate to. Yeah. So it's definitely hard to, you know, not Balance. blur that line. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's just... That's obviously something that I love doing. So I think that's the big difference. Yeah. And I think we came to a really good um, yeah. meeting point. Yeah. In our work. <laughs> as not So <Gary>. far. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> and that's something, too, that I, I try to do more and more is with Not Gary, too, and, and with Good Friend Electric now is like the melody and the lyrics. Mm. Like, I'll ask you, like, what's the vocal doing? Yeah. I do that a lot more now because mm-hmm. that's what I care about more. Mm-hmm. That's that's what people hear yeah and like a lot of the times because it it was music focused before at least the way i used to to write i'm trying to get out of that Mm -hmm. but like like i'll hear the melody now and the lyrics and i'll try to make the part to fit that yeah or even copy that yeah or harmonize with that because that's like there's rhythms with the lyrics that matter yeah Mm -hmm. and like you can write the music to to copy that and to like facilitate that better Mm -hmm. and i feel like that's been my goal and hopefully my goal with not Gary as well with things moving forward. Yeah. Focus on that, you know? Yeah. I think there's like a real, like at the end of honeycomb, that progression musically really lends to the lyrics. And I think it's really cool when those things match up because obviously music is its own language. Um, and you can really push forward the story that way, especially like in the beginning when the bass is added and then you're like, Oh man, we're in this, like this is a process, like it's about to get to the climax and it's just really exciting when those two things work together. Cause I think it makes the whole world for the song. Yeah. Like I'm just thinking of like the, the deep lyric, you Mm -hmm. know, it's like how that just kind of like expands until it's. Like he disappears, you it's know. Like, like you're it's the falling longest. into a really deep exactly, lake. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, that's what I'm saying. Like it does that. so. It does so much. It does so much. Yeah, and it's simple. It's just like a nice simple. Yeah. Well, thing. a lot of times, like, you know, the casual simple words have so much more to them, and that's why they're used all the time. No. Okay. <laughs> this is what is it when people like, ASM. ASM. Yeah, that's yeah. what this is. <laughs> yeah. 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 But yeah, no, I think it's going good. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. Cool. Well, I mean, I appreciate you coming over with your seltzers and talking <laughs> on the podcast. Oh my God. Anytime. Absolutely. Thank you for having us. Thanks oh my for God. This no, no is great. Problem. I definitely want to offer you more alcohol and stuff. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, I would take it if I didn't have to read like 30 pages when I got home. So, yeah. God. It Tonight? Is what it is. Tonight. Oh, shit. Yep. Damn. For tomorrow. Well, I don't want to hold you up. Oh, no. It's, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> this was a nice break. This yeah, was this really was fun. Yeah, yeah, I'm a big fan of the podcast, too. So Thank I literally you. listen Huge every fan. time it drops. Thank you so much. So yeah. uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to hear. Um, I've been off track since goes. vacation, but I had no plans on quitting. I just haven't posted yet. Yeah. So yeah, just got to get back on track and post some Anticipation's shit. Anticipation's always yeah. good. Hell yeah. Well, I th- yeah, I think it's great. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really excited to see where everything Goes. <laughs> i'm excited to do more not gary me too oh, dude, me too we gotta, we gotta finish that one song yeah we were doing a guitar part for that we were which yeah. i still think is optional yeah i agree <laughs> uh, well I, i'd like to hear it again but uh, yeah. yeah i haven't heard it in a while but uh yeah i mean i don't want like we just spent a whole what like 40 minutes talking about how to keep things simple and here we yeah are i'm trying. like let's say bare bones and you guys yeah. are like but yeah. we can do this this and this yeah well, I, I, <laughs> which is not a bad thing there's a balance in between them it's just it's, different stop lying it's becoming a bad thing though like yeah honestly yeah, yeah. like i've been in such a, a new mode of like stop wasting time 
on yeah. stuff because mm-hmm. I need to. I, what I value is progress. Yeah. And so I don't want to waste time on something, even if it's, if it's a cool ear candy thing, mm-hmm. if we're not getting progress with the song. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, we could spend the whole day on a guitar part. Yeah. Just yeah. playing different notes, different pedals. Yeah. yeah. It sounds awesome. You also want to, like, over edit or, like, just, you yeah. know, work with something so much you end up tearing it. Yeah, exactly. So to me, like, progress is, like, just work on the main shit that matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like, is the are the lyrics good? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it a good melody? Yeah. yeah. Is yeah. the main guitar part done and mm-hmm. recorded well? Yeah. You know, that's that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. for sure. Because mm-hmm. you can strip everything out, and if it's just those two or three things, mm-hmm. you've got a good song. You've got a great song. Yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. Cool. Agreed. Well, I think we'll uh, we'll end on that. All right. <laughs> yeah. Thanks again for yeah, having us. This was great. Thank you. Yeah, I love doing this. I wish I could do it live so much. Thank you so much for listening this far. You guys are awesome. I really hope you guys are getting something out of this, something that you've learned or something that I've learned that you can kind of take away and use for yourself. Um, The whole goal here is just to help you out and hopefully uh, take any lessons you learned from my mistakes and my errors and and apply them to your music and for you to get better yourself. And if you're new to DIY Sound Library, the whole goal is me to kind of share my experiences and the bands and the people I work with and interview people as well to, to learn from them and to learn what works and what doesn't work with making your music, playing live, playing shows, uh, recording guitars, recording bass, rapping, all of the stuff that we do in the music scene and the DIY world um, where we're trying to make it by ourselves. You know, how do we get better? How do we take it to the next step? And how do we get to that level where um, we have more fans, we have more followers? Um, because I honestly don't know those answers. I, I really don't myself. So that's why I'm trying to to use this podcast as a way to find those answers and to really... Uh, make us all better and, and connect. So hopefully you found this useful. Um, if you did, please subscribe. Please follow me on Instagram. Uh, we're really trying to make this big, make this a bigger community, make this a bigger thing for everyone involved. I have a lot of different ideas with how-to tutorials and personal uh, technical things I can give off on how to, how to say, operate Pro Tools in a basic way or how to record a live band, things like that. Um, And also I want to talk about some macro ideas and philosophies and and kind of like what's the whole point and the principles behind making great music. What does it really take to be successful and like the whole ethos and uh, background to it all. Stick around for more and uh, I'll be back. Thanks. Peace.